Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, just before we get started, I want to invite you to, if you're not already um, doing so within the YouTube channel for Total Somatics, is to like, share, subscribe and press the notification bell. And that just allows you to be the very first to find out when I release an episode. Also, I'd like to invite you to my series of workshops in May, which is going to be Mindful in May. And they're a free online workshop, so you can join me. And if you've got anyone else that you know it would benefit, please invite them along too. So what we're going to be doing is recalibrating and resetting your nervous system so that we can really embrace the second half of this year. And really, it's a nice way of just coming together, working at how we've been feeling in ourselves and what we just need to tweak slightly as we take the second half of the year on. So if you'd like to join me, if you go to totalsomatics.com forward slash May, when you go to that page, you'll be able to leave your email address. And when you leave your email address, it means that as soon as I then send out the Zoom link or the Zoom replay, because you're on that list, you will receive it. So please, please join me. It'd be wonderful to hear from you all. Okay, so let's start with this episode today. Now, last time we considered how the startle reflex would show up in physiological ways, and they're instrumental in the, the influence or the change of a person's health and well-being in the areas of impotence and also hemorrhoids. So today what we're going to do is consider how this reflex action can show up in the opposite way. So we looked at the red light reflex, which created the withdrawal response. This time we're going to look at the green light reflex, which creates more of a response, more of an action response. But in some cases, and what we're going to look at today is how it can lead into things like high functioning anxiety. So stay with me on this, because this is so important when we're considering what we need to do to recalibrate and reset our nervous system. So the green light reflex, a bit like the red light reflex, are really important. We need them for our survival. And I just want to take you back in time to when you were six months old, because when you were six months old, the green light reflex actually took action in your beautiful body. And the, it's an action response. And so when you're about six months old and you were put on your tummy for tummy time, as it were, you would have started to kind of lift your head and look at everything around you. And that would have been coming from something called the Landar reflex. And so all those lower back muscles would have got very tight. And when they got tight, it allowed you to start to lift your little head to look around and see what's happening. So this contraction began to grow and it started to grow through your back muscles. And so over time, as a little baby, you started to not just be able to look around, but then you had the ability with these back muscles contracting to be able to roll over onto your back and then roll onto your belly and just think you're the bee's knees because you could suddenly do all these things. So it's really amazing how things happen. And then again, over time, this amazing reflex allowed you to go from 
tummy time to rolling back and forward to crawling to walking to running and then grabbing all those shiny objects that you, your parents were trying to or caregivers were trying to hide away from you so this is what's really cool about this reflex is that it's all about exploration and movement and so as teenagers we continue to trigger this action response of the green light reflex again instrumental in curiosity and exploration and movement so again it would trigger us to go Ooh, let's try that let's climb a tree all these sorts of things but you see over time the innocence of youth to explore and be spontaneous it starts to change and due to pressures in adulthood and demands and responsibilities our mindset moves from that spontaneity and that exploration to we just have to get this thing done so it becomes a, a layered pressured feeling that starts to impact the green light reflex so it could be deadlines it could be challenging conflicting con you know really difficult conversations you might have to have with colleagues or with family members it's the dynamics of life and interaction and, and, and just trying to manage and juggle so many things. And what it starts to do is heighten this green light reflex more because as a, an adult, you have more responsibilities and more demands. And so that this means there's a greater frequency of this green light reflex being triggered and not just a frequency, but the duration that it's triggered for. And what happens is people will start to live in this green light postural um, tension pattern of, of contraction and so these chronically tight muscles will impact all through the back of your body because remember when we think of tummy time as a baby it's the back of those muscles that are really starting to bring you into action and so if you're constantly being triggered by the green light reflex all of your back muscles will fire up and I just want to add something here too is we need to consider also if you had a highly stressful, traumatic, challenging childhood, then there would have been a deeper amplification of contraction of either the red or the green light reflex patterns. And so they would have been chronically tight for a lot longer and a greater intensity. So I just want to add here that if you are recalibrating your soma with pandiculations, and in particular, if you're in the Total Somatics membership, you know I often mention this quite often, or if you've purchased the movements from the Total Somatics online shop. If you've ever purchased anything there as well as in the membership, I always encourage you to work gently and kindly and with a nurturing approach to your pandiculations and your movement practice as a whole. Because if you have had challenging times in adulthood, but also in childhood, as you start to release this tension and tightness, these patterns of tension that you've created, this armoring of your body, you'll start to release a lot of emotions because there's often been a lot of repressed emotions, a lot of repressed sensations, a lot of repressed feelings because you didn't feel that you could speak up because it was easier to keep the peace, for instance. So when this happens, you push these things down and so at some point when you're pandiculating and you're doing your somatic movement practice, you want these things to come up. So when we do it gently and we do it nurturing and in a very kind manner, it allows us to consider that it's more than just a movement practice. It is really about nurturing and recentering our entire well-being. And that's why I say to you, it's emotional, mental, physical and energetic health. 
this is really really powerful work and it doesn't have it, it shouldn't be big it shouldn't be powerful it shouldn't be pushing and going to the nth degree with your movements it's about a gentle resetting on so many levels so let's consider back to the green light reflex because that's our focus here now with the green light reflex we will also see things such as how and i've got mine switched off but i've got these this watch on and what can happen is these sort of smart watches all our phones we can be a slave to them if we're not careful we every time there's either a vibrate or a ring from them we are conditioned to quickly picking and seeing what the response is and when that happens it's really a slippery slope because we can start to just become a slave to these devices we can be conditioned and our reflexes will jump and respond you know we will react to that stimuli and also what about coffee what about exposure to bright screens just before we go to bed and first thing in the morning all of that is going to amp up your nervous system it really dials up the stress within your nervous system also within work situations we might have goals or targets that we're expected to meet we might have to work extra hours for different reasons maybe it's because of financial reasons we have to put more hours in at the moment or it could be more because the boss is expecting it and as a result that will trigger the green light reflex so we just stick in this go 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 and it builds up to this high functioning anxiety also consider things like geopolitics the economy 24 7 news access to different um different devices and and different uh, like mediums like social media radio television all of that over time that dials up the stress response within your nervous system it dials up that green light reflex and as we've learned before it's perception it's the expectation all of that impacts too towards the the, the reflex and so let's consider the green light reflex is part of the fight or flee response. And so this chronic muscular tension through the back of your body is going to just keep firing up, keeping you in this, I'm ready to flee or fight this impending danger or stress. So let's consider the patterns of tension or the locations that people will feel this discomfort as regards the green light reflex. So they'll feel it in the back of the neck. They'll feel it between their shoulder blades. They'll feel it in their lower back. They'll feel it through their bottom and their hamstrings. They'll also feel it through the calves all the way down to the arch of their foot. So very common symptoms that people might have are plantar fasciitis, tight, painful calf muscles, hamstring tension, glute tension and tightness, which can also create things such as sciatica, herniated discs and lower back pain mid-back tightness and tension and they can have a really flat mid-back and it's just got no bounce or shock absorbency so it jars and it jams very very quickly there too and a lot of jaw and neck tightness and pain also because if you are if your nervous system thinks you've got to be constantly braced for fighting or fleeing it means also not only are your muscles fired up and contracted your adrenals are firing off all the time because it's in it's in a survival situation if our adrenals are firing off all the time it means our cortisol levels are high if our cortisol levels continue to be high then it's going to create inflammation within our body that starts to change our genes and it can create a lot of chronic issues chronic health conditions autoimmune issues that can trigger off too 
Also, in this state, we can become hypervigilant all the time. We find it really hard to sit still. We find it really hard just to be quiet. We could find it a challenge to do things like total somatic movement practices or mindfulness practices, because as soon as you feel that you're allowing your nervous system to slow down and quieten down, it feels foreign. It feels really uncomfortable because you're not used to this unusual sensation. You'd rather stay busy all the time, multitasking, running, doing errands, all sorts of things. And with this hypervigilance also comes a level of being highly sensitive. So you can be easily offended over the most innocent of comments or actions, easily upset. And that is because your perception has been altered because you're in a highly a highly sensitized vigilant state you're looking for danger you're looking for the negative because that's your survival default behavioral pattern so you will look for any facial expressions any words any anything with any intention that's coming towards you you will spin it to a negative bias and as a result of that that can start to create a distorted lens that you look at things or you look at certain situations through a negative lens and it's actually all about your perception because your nervous system is amped up to look for the negative you will look for it every single day so can you see why it's really good for our mental and emotional health and our overall mindset to be recalibrating and resetting your nervous system because it doesn't serve you well with your mental and emotional health. It doesn't help you with interpersonal relationships because what you're doing is creating this butting head type of situation. Somebody may actually intentionally be trying to help you or support you, but if you're reading them in the wrong way because your lens has been perceived through a negative bias, as a result, it can cause fireworks to happen. And we want to really avoid that and work as a community, that cohesion, that working together because what we have learned through things such as the pandemic is how much we missed connection with people, how much we need community around us. So that's why it's so important to take care of our nervous system so that we actually interact and engage in a very healthy, upbuilding way. But let us consider also, if you're in this green light posture, you're also continuing to stay poised and ready for whatever's going to happen in pending danger. So over time, if your muscles are constantly contracted, it's going to create fatigue. It's also going to cause a lot of soreness and pain because if you've got high levels of cortisol in your system, that bathes your sensory nerves and it hypersensitizes your sensory nerves. So your pain levels increase, that soreness increases. That can be why we start people like um, fibromyalgia. People can start to get those symptoms because long-term they've been living in a highly stressed state and it changes the pH, it changes everything within their body and it creates this sensitization right into their sensory nerves. So can you see again, really need to recalibrate and reset because there will be changes on a biochemical level too. So I really would love to invite you to Mindful in May as I said before, every single weekend in May, I will be holding a live workshop on Zoom. If you can't join me live, the replay will be sent to you if you've signed up for the free online event. So to sign up, go to totalsomatics.com forward slash May. And if you do that, then it would be absolutely wonderful to hear 
how you're getting on, what your challenges have been during this whole period that we have together, and how we can reset and recalibrate your beautiful nervous system and your overall fantastic soma. So we're going to be really addressing your mental, emotional, physical and energetic health so that we can just reset from the first half of the year and take on and embrace the second half of the year with a lovely nervous system and basically a connection where you and I can stay together and as a result, I can help serve you for the rest of the year with any of your queries and questions because there's so much more to come and I can't wait to share that with you. So until next time, all my very best wishes to you and all my love and have a fantastic day and I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care. <laughs>